Alright guys, I'm gonna do a little scenario here. It's like sometimes <laughs> I'm just being honest here, but sometimes, you know, you have those days or moments or phases in life where it's just like anything just bugs you and and people get really annoyed. <laughs> you know how it is. Just some days you just cannot handle people. Some days you just like fuck it all. Like if this is what humanity wants, then we're fucked. <laughs> if this is the way we're going, then we're fucked. And you know those days. Now imagine you're God. Imagine you're Jesus. It's like, God damn, man. I guarantee you, he was just running around on empty all day, man. Like, when he when he signed up for this shit, he was like, three years of that. Okay. He, he did probably have a good time. In his youth, at, at least, um, before he had to, you know, start his ministry and whatnot, and had to start dealing with people, and that's why, you know, it 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 says in the fucking gospels, even Jesus would have to run away every now and then from all these fucking people. All they want, they always want something. People always want something. And, yeah, he had to fucking run away, piss off, take a breather moment for himself. I, if, if, if he had cigarettes back in the day, he'd probably smoke one. Like, god damn, man. It's like, alright, I can't wait to be done with this shit. Like, he's like, Jesus was actually fucking looking forward to the cross <laughs> to be done with all this shit, man. If, you know, I'm just talking about his uh, human side, obviously. Because even in the Garden of Gethsemane, the night before the crucifixion, Jesus was talking, man. He was talking. He was trying to bargain like Abraham was trying to bargain with God. He's like, uh, so what if we had like... You know, what if we didn't have, like, 40 fucking good guys? What if we had, like... And he kept going down, and they got to one. And then God said, alright, even if you find one motherfucker, I'll spare all of us. They couldn't even find one cocksucker. Okay. Same thing, Jesus was trying to bargain, like, God... You know, I would love not to go through with this, but... Not my will be done, but yours. Right? He was talking to his uh, self. To his capital self. S self. His soul. If that is what convicted his heart, if that is what he felt to do in his heart, 
I'm talking obviously as from the human perspective. Because I'm human. <laughs> I'm not God, so I can't speak of the other side. I'm just talking about his human perspective. Another interesting thing is that in the translations we got, Jesus says, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Versus the original Aramaic or Greek, sorry. No, in Aramaic, yeah, Jesus, because he spoke in Aramaic. In the original Aramaic, Jesus actually says, um, For this I had come. And that's why after that, when he says, It is finished, it means yes. He came to fulfill his mission. He came to fulfill God's will. Just like Samson, in the end, he fulfilled his destiny. He was brought in to be a liberator for the Israelites from the Philistines. And in his death, he took down all the leaders of the Philistines. I would assume most of them at least at least in the story he took down the basically basically the whole leadership of the Philistine nation same way and and in in the, in doing that he fulfilled his fucking destiny that's why in the book of Hebrews he is counted in the hall of fame yeah for having great faith because the motherfucker was blinded so he was in darkness that whole time so he had to meet and see his own light and he was enlightened he didn't even need his physical eyes that's the whole beauty of this story so in the same way Jesus accomplished his mission he in the end Remain true to his self. And by self, I mean capital S self. And by that, I mean God, the divine light in you, in all of us. The same spirit that was in Jesus, he gives to us as in the Holy Spirit. The same spirit. that raised him from the dead man must be born again not by flesh and blood but by spirit you have to go through the hero's journey your own hero's journey. You have to face your shadow, your darkness, your ignorance. 
And the moment you do that, you realize you're the fucking light. <laughs> and then your shadow disappears because you're enlightened now. It's, it's you just realized what you are, who you are. That's all it is. You realize your own true nature. There's nothing to be afraid of. Your mind has been enlightened by your soul. Your light, the candle in your heart, it's, it's, it's your soul. Somebody's home. You put a candle on the table, not under it. Because you sit at the table with the master. <laughs> It's like Fight Club. <laughs> when he realizes the whole time it was him. It's just different levels of consciousness, which is different perspectives of the mind. When you're looking from down here, you're just like, well, this is all I'm capable of. Versus your soul is saying, no, motherfucker, like, Bring your consciousness up here to your head. Not down at your balls. Up here in the head. Now what do you see? Like, holy shit, I can see everything. <laughs> everything the light touches. Mufasa is Osiris. He had her... Which one was it? Osiris and Horus. Yeah, Osiris was the old, the dad, I think. But with one eye blind to scar and everywhere the light didn't touch the Shadowlands, the hyenas and chaos. It's always brewing in the shadows. And Mufasa was the, or Simba is the symbol of the hero hero who is symbolized by the sun literally simba means lion and lion is a symbol of the fucking sun it's literally astrotheology built into story which trickled down into disney's lion king you can't avoid it it's built into our whole galaxy it's that's the way we our whole that's the way our bodies function man cycles it's all cycles time is fucking cyclic there is no linear time we just use linear meaning a dick meaning a obelisk meaning a tower meaning whatever a straight line to measure time that's all it is. It's a sundial. The phallic symbol is a fucking sundial to measure cyclic feminine time. That's what it is. 
And now we're finally starting to open up our eyes and realize that, holy shit, wait a minute. All these ancient fucking stories and myths uh, and all this shit might have had something to them. <sighs> yeah, because uh, before the average age a fucking dude lived was about 40 so yeah we uh didn't live long enough to even recognize the patterns in our own fucking lives but now we do we see them and well once you see the evidence once you see something you can't unsee it then the mind gets busy thinking well what if what if what if this that and uh yeah progress is slow but you know that's how progress is made so once again it's the same old story it's old fuckers holding on to their old traditions which are holding back progress which is looking reality in the face and saying we are not prepared for this the fuckers up front are like, uh, we need to stop, regroup, and, like, talk. Versus the fuckers in the back are, like, enjoying social security. <laughs> we're not gonna have any food left when we, by the time we get to where we're trying to get to. There's not gonna be any food left because the fuckers in the back ate all of it. Because of seniority, you know. Seniority. Because of evolution, you know. Because, uh, little people are stupid. We can take advantage of them. It's, it's, uh, evolution has been taught to us so that is deep in our psyche so that the message is loud and clear about survival of the fittest it's about the strongest taking advantage of the weakest i mean that's what nature is right it's just everything getting eaten by something bigger that's what nature is that's what everything is doing in order to keep going keep surviving Everything is eating everything. And so, I think, as <laughs> cliche and as old and as traditional and conservative and old school and whatever as it sounds, but I think uh, these teachers, these gurus, these whatever 
even these archetypes basically have all been trying to make us realize it's that point we're at that point where Rafiki smacks Simba across the head fucking just it's a wake up call and 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 all these giant shoulders we are standing on they're looking back at us and saying what are you going to do what are you going to do what are you going to do now that's the question that i think the universe is asking us what are you guys going to do now there is chaos everywhere your kingdom is fucking burning everyone's starving there's corruption everywhere what are you going to do Seek ye first the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is within you. Who's the master sitting on your throne? On your heart? Is it a cruel, harsh master, a tyrant who has lost his mind? Because we've all met him, we all know her. Is that the perspective you want to live the rest of your life? You can if you want to. I mean, it's, it's, it's just a choice. It doesn't matter. It's up to you. It's your life. Because if that's what is sitting... If that's the archetype that's sitting on the throne of your heart, then, well, that's the way you're going to view life. Versus, that's why when Jesus said, if the light in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? Then what did you, you say? He said, but if your, but if thine eye be one, Your whole body will be filled with light. And when 
there's fucking light beaming out of your eyes. Darkness is afraid of you now. That's why you need to fucking shine.